0: Welcome to the Wayward Podcast. I'm Jordy. And I'm Haley. And today we're going to be discussing the third book in the Avatar series, A Court of Frost and Starlight. JK, it's the fourth. I <laughs> always do this. For some reason, I always forget that this one either exists or where it falls, either like fourth or fifth, whatever. It yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> I mean it does, but it doesn't. Anyway, in this small sequel, we get a peek at life in Valaris post-war with the Night Court gang, and we also get to partake in a little Yule Miss joy. So, Haley, did you think that this book was even necessary? Like, how do you what are your thoughts and feelings on this book?
1: I love that we got more of everybody. I was like, oh, Christmas or Yule Miss, whatever. That's kind of fun. But it, I, I don't think it was necessary at all.
0: Yeah, it felt like... Well, after A Court of Wings and Ruin, when that book kind of came to an end, I was like, this could just end here. Yeah. And I wonder if that was the original plan and then SJM got signed on for more books, like maybe her contracts, oh. like she was contracted more. I don't know. That's just how this book feels. It feels like, oh, okay, like I have to continue this somehow. And so here's a little prelude, like a little interim, intermission between the acts.
1: That makes sense, too, because it's kind of, this book is definitely closing out Rhysand and Ferris chapter. And maybe if she did get signed on for more books, she was like, oh, I don't want to leave it with Wings and Ruin. I want to give them like something to be really hot in a book that's really just like celebrating them together, honestly.
0: Yeah, celebrating them together. Tying up anything that could have been left to our imagination, essentially, because we get to see Farah kind of grow into her role as High Lady yeah, that's and true. like she gets her own art studio and she's helping all these people and it's really a community. And we kind of get a little bit of closure on Resean and her happily ever after. One thing that I thought was important in this book was highlighting cassie and Nesta's romance and i think we got a little snippet into them kind of seeing each other for the first time as like potentially mates and it set up the next book well i think
1: i also though i didn't really like the direction it went because i at the end of wings and ruin when he's like she is willing to die with him. And then we'll get into this when we discuss Silver Flames. But I just felt as a reader, like, whoa, what happened? Like, I just was, I was upset. I mean, everyone knows I'm not a fan of Nesta. So, but I love Cassian so much. I just was like, what? What's going on?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I don't understand how you could be invested in someone so much and care about them and then flip-flop that hard i mean i guess it happens in life like sometimes with like that's what we kind of call like toxic true and i i don't know because i haven't read silver flames yet so like i don't know if we get a look into what's happening kind of in nesta's mind when this is going on like why she would be kind of what feels like flip floppy about Cassian. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I guess, I guess this was like a really good in between to kind of shift perspectives for who we're going to be kind of reading about in the upcoming books. And so, yeah, I I think this is just a good one to kind of set the stage for Anesta and Cassian.
1: Yeah. I have, this is going into silver flames, but this kind of leads to it. My biggest upset about this series is that the first three books are basically all Farrah, except for like two chapters, I think. And then this one was a dual point of view, right? It was Resand and Farrah. Yeah. And then the next book, Silver Flames, is, oh, this is like taking me back to seventh grade English, what, is it, third person where it's like I never thought right, and, if I'm I being think, honest. I think third person is, yeah. Cassian walked into a room, and he felt this way. and
0: Oh, I gotcha. Right? Okay. Yeah, I Anybody, know. I'm
1: sorry if I'm getting wrong, but, like, <laughs> this story's not it's told like, from the I perspective, first person. Yeah. It's told from, yeah, it's third person.
0: Was that third person omniscient or something? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I just hated that we went from first person for four books to the biggest book of them all is third person. I don't like third person, that's why, but, and I just didn't like that it was different yeah that's me but. though random
0: thought <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i said i haven't read silver flames but i do find it interesting that you would go from the first person to third person maybe she connects more with Resand and farah yeah and, like everything from here on out is just like a story
1: mm, maybe that's good
0: mm, i wonder if we could get into some theories about that
1: psychology i feel
0: like Folk no no, no. i i feel like because we're also reading Throne of Glass at the same time. And while I'm reading Throne of Glass, I'm trying to pick up on all of the Fey mentions and how these two worlds yeah. have come together. I'm like, ooh, well, okay, this is third person. What if somebody's actually telling this story and it's from one of these other universes? Well, last Could thing, you imagine?
1: What I was thinking was we just kind of figured out that – what is it? Aileen? Is it Aileen? Aileen? Whatever. Listen, what we're we're is?
0: also reading Crown of Midnight, which is the second or third in the Throne of Glass series, depending on how you view the prequel.
1: So this is a spoiler, so if you haven't read it, skip past this. But we find out that Aelin... I think that's her
0: name. Um, is probably Selena, which I think we're... I mean, I that. feel like we would not have known that if we didn't see all those reels. I know. So the way they introduced Aelin into... The chapter was like this other girl that.
1: Is supposed to be dead.
0: Was she? Or thought she was like taking, trying to take over and she was like leaving. But like
1: they were like, oh, but she's dead or something. Okay, yeah. Anyways, um, I'm wondering if that's her and this is like the history and Valaris is like the kingdom that they're going to protect. Like who?
0: Like Alan's going to protect Valaris?
1: Yeah, and, like, because you remember Rhysand's ancestors made a deal where, like, nobody will know about this place.
0: And Aelin's,
1: come, Aelin's, like, trying to take over and get her pla- like her land back or whatever, is at least what the rebels are saying. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's going to be Valaris. Oh, I
0: love And, like, this. she's,
1: like, the high lady. Late- oh, I guess there was never a high lady.
0: So mm, she's going to be the high lady. Well, in my imagination. And she could be – um Oh, I'm sorry, because we also had another theory that Caltain was going to be one of the... Surreals. Surreals, yeah. Because
1: um, Selena gave her a coat, and that's how you get a surreal. I thought it was surreal. Whatever, I don't care. I'm reading it in my head. It's, whatever it's all in my head. I can
0: do whatever I want. If
1: K.O. turns out to be re-sand in my head, that's how it happens. I
0: mean, okay, anyway, back to frost and starlight oh yeah we also had the Yulemas, which is also mentioned in throne of glass so this is Yulemas is christmas well yeah but it's also these are two different universes supposedly mm-hmm. so if yeah. Yulemas is happening everywhere then something's got to be connected i'm excited to see how but yeah we celebrate yule miss
1: great gifts. time yeah. all the gift
0: giving it was really just, like, a lot of fluff, and then... Oh, what do you think... What
1: do you think Cassian gave Nesta?
0: Oh, I have no idea. Cool. I'm so bad at even pondering up anything.
1: Do like, it could be anything. Maybe out? it's, like,
0: some sort of armor, or maybe a knife. Didn't she want to borrow a knife or something? Or is that Elaine? That was Elaine, kind of
1: yeah. Do you think you'll find out?
0: Since you're asking me, I think we will. I've always wondered...
1: I always want to know. I feel like
0: you're lying to me. I feel like you know what it is.
1: I'm not going to tell you if I do or don't, but I remember reading that and
0: being like, this better come back rounds. So hopefully (laughs) it does. I guess we'll find out in the next book. Yeah. All right. The game we are going to play today is who would you like to receive a Yolmas gift from? Like if it was a, I was about to say White Elephant, but what is it called? Secret Santa. Secret Santa, thank you. (laughs) Who would you want to give a gift for and who would you want to receive a gift from?
1: So I've been thinking I would want Azrael to get me a gift. I think because of his, who he is as a person and then his gifts as being like a spy. I think he's probably an amazing gift giver if like he cared about you and i think that'd just be so sweet i think he'd give such a good gift i would want to give cassian a gift i think it would just be really fun and easy and anything i give him i feel like he would be a champ about and it'd be fun to give him like a bad gift
0: a gift
1: like i think the boys do
0: yeah i would like to receive a gift from amrin because i think amrin pays close attention to the things that you wouldn't think somebody would pay attention to okay and i think she cares a lot about the people that she loves yeah and i think she would just know what to get it's kind of like when certain people know the gifts to give people that those people wouldn't even think for themselves and they end up loving it. And I think she would do that for me. And then I would love to give Azriel a Aww. gift because I'm gonna do my own horn here. I think I'm a pretty good gift giver. And I think Azriel could be somebody who may potentially be hard to get a gift for, but yeah. like if he got a gift that he really likes. Like, I feel like he would just be so happy about it mm-hmm. and, like, feel seen. And I think he would appreciate that more than anybody else in the group.
1: Yeah, that's a good
0: answer. Thank you. Yours, too. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: know, mine was great.
0: All right. Who would you all like to receive a gift from or give a gift to? Let us know. I
1: was like, I you were about to ask me another question <laughs>
0: about the gifts. And I was like, I can think of somebody else. <laughs> all right. Happy readings, everybody. Right,
1: bye.